Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Business and Baby podcast channel. My name is Sierra, and I am the owner of the Mommy Galleria and the owner of the Mommy Panure Company. The Business and Baby podcast channel was created so women and moms could come on and share some of their successes and some of their struggles of raising businesses and babies. If you benefit from this podcast in any way, please just make sure you take the time to share it out to anyone who could possibly use some of this free information and these free gems. Let's get started. I'm going to introduce um, our guest and then I'm going to bring her on. So for those of you who do not know me, um, my name is Sierra Payne. I'm the owner of the Mommypreneur Company and the Mommy Galleria. Um, I'm also a serial entrepreneur. I own two home healthcare companies. I'm a real estate investor. Y'all do it all, okay? You want to know more about me and what I do, please click the link in my bio. But my goal is to collaborate with other entrepreneurs and let other moms know that you can do both. You can run a business and we can raise our babies. And that's the goal um, of the Business and Baby podcast. So we're going to bring on our guest. Her name is Miss Candace Holyfield with Six Figure Spa Chick. She is a serial entrepreneur, y'all award-winning spa owner, super host on Airbnb, Amazon best-selling author, and Amazon influencer dedicated to helping spa and beauty professionals operate independently, okay? Her work has been recognized on Fox 6 News, America Spa Magazine, American Express Business, and the City of Atlanta Council, okay? So, without further ado, Let's bring Miss Candace on so she can drop these gems and just share her story. Okay, so she's coming on now. Hi, ladies. Hi, Miss Candace. Hi, I am good. I am good. Okay, so I just gave you a warm welcoming, but just let you take the floor and you introduce who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Yes, so my name is Candice Holyfield. I am from Memphis, Tennessee, but I have been living in Atlanta for four years. I moved from Memphis. I've had a spa for 10 years, but moving to Atlanta was really, um, has been the peak of my lifetime, basically, in my career, moving to Atlanta. Got it, got it. Okay, so we just going to jump right into these questions. So we know you got all these businesses and all these different things you got going on. But let everybody know, what did you start off doing? What is your main work experience in? And then what led you to start your own business? So I actually started doing massages. Um, back in 2010, I was working for Massage Envy, and I just was not making the money to pay my bills. And every time I got paid, I would say, I'm going to quit this job. I'm going to quit this job. But I never would quit. And so finally, <laughs> one of my friends did a group on and she called me and asked me to help her. She made like $10,000 in four days. Wow. She was like, well, you come help me. So I was helping her. And then I started helping another lady. And I said, I need to do my own group home. Oh, no, that's right. And then I started doing my own group home. The first four days, I only made like $6,000. And then that really was what kind of led to uh, me being a success as a spa owner. Mm, okay. Now, you said, you said group home, right? So put mm-hmm. your accounts on group home. So I hope right. you don't hurt that. Okay, can you explain a little bit about that? So, like, what what discounts did you do? What, how did you get it to work for you so you can't make that amount of money? Right. So a lot of people um, 
they're not fun to coupon because you're getting a 50% pay cut. So a lot of people, they don't want to do that. Um, but basically, I was broke anyway. So <laughs> I didn't have anything to lose by doing the Groupon. Um, but I do have a Groupon class. And what I teach people is if you want to do a Groupon, you need to make sure the profit margin is going to work for you. So the way to make it work for you is to make sure you are upselling or trying to upsell each client that comes through the door via Groupon. Don't just let, let them buy through Groupon and then you don't get any more money once they come to your place of business. That's the key to making it be a success. Wow. Wow. So I hope y'all heard that. And that's a good advice for up and coming entrepreneurs. You know, you gotta give some type of discount because you know, a lot of people are set like, well, my price is my price, but sometimes you gotta lose some money in order to gain. Like you said, you wasn't making no money. Then you went to making $6,000. Yeah. I was broke. So, and I tell people that all the time when they say, I don't want to do a Groupon. I'm like, girl, you just told me you ain't making no money anyway. So you don't have, and I, and you know what? Groupon does um, Google Ads. They spend a lot of money. So it also helps you with the CEO. Your website automatically goes to the top of Google from doing it as well. So that's another big advantage from doing the Groupon. Yes, and think about how many people you... Everybody want a discount. That's what I tell people. I don't care how much money you make and how successful you are. People want to save any way they can. So why not do it? But that's the thing, that Groupon is really just a lead magnet, and then once the people get in, and they get to know you, they get to know your brand story, they're going to then be willing to pay for whatever your price is outside of the Groupon, and that's also another way to make it work for you as well, y'all. Got it. Wow. Okay. So, Candice, so with the spa industry, was that something that you was always passionate about, or was that something that you decided to go in? So, what were you doing first that led you to go do what you're passionate about? So, before... um. I was like a um, loan officer. My one of my best friends was a broker. I was a loan officer for her, and then the real estate market crashed. Mm. We went to work, and the door was locked. We couldn't get in. Wow! And I had always kept my waitress job since I was seventeen years old. That was always something for me to fall back on. So I was still waitressing as well. And then one day at my waitress job, they were just sick of me. I'm a hot bitch, and I know. So my waitress <laughs> job was sick of me. I was doing what I wanted to do, and they basically were trying to fire me, but they couldn't ever catch me doing anything, so they could not fire me. So wow. they, I worked that waitress job for 12 years. Wow. Um, and if you know anything about being a waitress, the, the best waitress had the best section that makes the most money. Mm. So they took me out of my section. I started making like $30 a day, and I was just like, this can't be life right now. Right. And I was like... I said, I don't want to get another job. I need to go get a new skill. And that's how I ended up going to school for massage. Wow. Wow. Look, you're starting somewhere, you know? So you went to school for a massage. How long did it take you to actually get the business up and running? Because you started it in Memphis before you brought it to Atlanta. Is that correct? Right. Can you tell people about that transition? So, yeah, it's only, while I was in school, I automatically started, like, making me a business Facebook page. I was doing, like, baby showers, housewarmings, because you can't take um, payment while you're still in school, but you can get tips. Mm-hmm. So, I would get tips from people. So, my business, you get your table, like, two, three months into school. It's a year-long program. My business started, I tell everybody all the time, if you are in school, your business should already be open. You should already be creating a brand awareness campaign. So, wow. So I was already like in my name circulated through the city because people knew me as a server and doing other things. They didn't know me as being an entrepreneur. They didn't know me as doing massage. So I had to get people familiar with that. Um, then I started working in massage. Maybe like four months later, my friend did the group on. 
So that started. So it was for, I'd say like six months, six to wow. eight months, um, until I did my own Groupon. That was like my first case of success because I made like a hundred thousand dollars on Groupon. Okay, look at some hearts. A hundred thousand, y'all. And people are scared. And you said people come to you and be like, I don't want to use Groupon because I don't want to lose money. Listen, scared money don't make no money. And I tell them that all the time. You got to take risks. You got to be willing to risk it all when it comes to entrepreneurship. So that is amazing. And a lot of people, they don't understand the logistics. Like people who scared, they don't comprehend the logistics. That's why they scared. If somebody can break it down to them and show them how it can work for them, that'll probably help a lot of people. Right, right, wow. So that's amazing because you're doing classes, you're doing courses, and you're trying to like help and give back. That is amazing. Um, so, Candace, my next question is then I heard you say something about um, I was watching one of your lives and you were telling me, well, you were telling them on a live about um, somebody giving you that opportunity. And I don't know if you just mentioned that. Mentioned that Was that the friend that you was working for that gave you the opportunity with the spa business? With the group home? Yeah. Was that the same friend you worked for? You said no, no. This was that was just somebody who was that just that my that girl who gave me that money to open up my spot. She still works for Massage Envy to this day. Wow! Because she everybody don't want to be an entrepreneur. There you mm-hmm. go. That's the key part, right? But she had money. She 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 know how to do money management. She didn't have a kid at the time. She didn't have a lot of bills. She's one of Massage um, Envy top therapy. So she had money. I didn't have any. Her name is Shirley. She's at the Mississippi, Tennessee, and she was the person who gave me the money to go get my first building. She and I never paid wow. her back. To this, I never paid her back to this day. Now that I think of that, oh wow, that's when you, you got money, money when they on that airport. <laughs> Listen, but an opportunity, giving somebody opportunity, and look now you out, but you giving back too. You give, you paying it back just in a different form because you out here, even though if, if you. And that's what I tell people. If it, you got to pay sometimes for what you want. Everybody's not going to just give you something. Pay, Take them classes. Pay for that course. Join that live. There's so many resources out here now than it was right. ever before. You got to just be willing to take that risk and put in the work because it's really the work you got to put in. So also, I seen your um, story this morning and you posted like all your certifications. You was like, I went to school for this. I'm yeah. certified in this. I got this under my belt, and your next slide said, but none of that made me the type of money that I'm making now. Right. And I think as women, because I know you've got a lot of uh, moms on here, and you a mom as well. Talk a little bit, a little bit about that, because I don't think people understand that it's not your certification that's gonna get you paid. It's that hustle, it's your patience, it's your dedication, your hard work. Can you speak on that? Yeah, and I think also um, now we see so many people, you know, saying I got a business, I do this, I do that, and a lot of people just not taking serious, and a lot of people don't res- don't respect entrepreneurs. Right. So, so I put that post to let people know, baby, this ain't no game over here. Mm-hmm. I got fifty thousand dollars in student loans. I got multiple degrees. Like I've been putting in work since I was seventeen years old. So yes. that's what that's what that post was about. And then I'm telling people what made me have a million dollar company is because my hustle. Like I wanted to have. Well, I didn't know it was gonna be this big. But <laughs> I really wanted to to be successful. I really, when I went through my depression in 2016, I remember I was like, I just want to be a real boss. I want to be, and I and I laser focused from 2016 to right now and made a million dollars in a time span. So people got to understand, you got to know exactly what you want, and you got to work towards that every single day. I don't care what degree you got. I'm not waiting on anybody to give me anything. Okay, I'm not waiting on anybody to validate me. 
I'm validating myself. I know my hustle. I know I know what I want, and that's what I go after. Every because I lost everything I had when I moved to Atlanta. I was flat broke with zero. Like wow, everything I, everything I had was gone. Like everything I had worked for in its six year time span, it was gone. Wow. Because I didn't have a plan in Atlanta. I was stressed out. My husband had had a baby on me. Wow. I just went through a depression and I couldn't get myself together. And I finally woke up one day. I was like, okay, get, get it together, sis. Get it together. <laughs> get it together, right. And that's how I built myself back up and made the most money I ever made in my life. Wow. So I hope y'all write that down. Having a plan, which it seems so simple, but something like that where, you know, you got all these ideas working towards it but you don't have a plan you don't have a clear vision you gotta know exactly what you want to do and that's what i talked about that on my live you need to know how exactly how much money you want to make in 2020 2025 if you want a hundred thousand in your bank account you need to be speaking that you gotta speak on that pray over it have a plan because it can happen anything is possible like you just said you went from flat broke to having a million dollar business that's simple and the other important thing about um, people having their number together, you have to put yourself in a position to get that money. Yes. People don't put themselves in the right rooms around the right people to even get the money that they want. So when I moved to Atlanta, I was flat broke. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what I'm going to do? I started going around the right people at the right places, offering my massage services for free. So. Offer them for free because I ain't have nothing anyway. I said, I can just touch this. This one I was just doing. I don't do massages now, but this one I was massage. I said, if I can just touch these people one time, they're going to rebook me and pay me. And that, come on, sir, speak. <laughs> if you're confident in your skill set level, give it away for free. And there you go. They're going to pay you. Woo, I speak about that all the time. And that's why I say, if you want to really live out your passion, if you can do something every single day and not get paid for it, that's how you know you're passionate because the money gonna come the money gonna come like you said you got the skills that are already right you don't even do massages no more but you know at any given time you could go do a massage and it's gonna change somebody's life and they're gonna want to book your service you right know? right so having that confidence and that, let's go back a little bit because you talked about something very important and that was going to events and putting yourself in the right rooms because you know it's still a lot of women who think like women conferences or events that it's a scam or they don't get the, the concept of it but, and that's fine. Everybody got their own opinion about it. But to me personally, women conferences changed my life. It boosted me up. It took me like on another level, like times 10. Like I was 10x in my business just by going to these types of things, putting myself in these rooms and getting around these women who really making a real million dollars in, right. in, in, right. in a year, you know? So right. talk about how, important, how you feel like why it's important to encourage any woman who don't go to events, tell them why you think they should. So I would tell everybody to, like, I was just um, on a train with my leadership team. I said, your whole schedule should be full with events every single month. And I'm thinking what, so this is just my um, understanding. People go to events, they pay their money, they don't get what they want, and then they bash all the other events. Mm. When that's not the case. Like, you may go to an event and you expected A, B, C, D, but you didn't get any of it. So now you're against all the events. Right. You got to find the right event. So my leadership team, I tell them, hey, these are events. I know they are amazing. And we go to those events, but we don't, we won't know until we go. Exactly. exactly. And you got to be intentional. And that's what I tell people. You don't, don't be going to these events just because you see who on a panel, who there, so you can try to get a picture. You know, because a lot of people have different intentions when they go on these events. No, you need to be real intentional 
you need to know when I, before I go to anything, I already know who's gonna be there. I know right. who I want to connect with. Right. I know who I need to talk to that I can build a relationship or try to collaborate with. You just really gotta be real intentional, and then that way you leave with everything you expected plus more. And I'm so glad you just said that about the pictures. So my actual massage uh, business, I built a celebrity gallery that helped me get get booked by other celebrities. Mm. Because they saw the other celebrities on my page. But now I'm in a whole different realm. If I go to events now, girl, I don't even try to get no pictures. I try to go talk to who I need to talk to so they can know who I am. So that so I can get what I need from them. And if I end yeah. up getting the picture, I'm thankful. But now me getting the picture is not my um that's not my number one priority. My number one priority is making sure the person know, hey, I'm serious. I need A, B, C, D from you, and how can we make this happen? So people there you need go. to make sure people need to make sure what their priority are when they go to events. And people need to also know these events that you go to when you see these influencers, um, these celebrity mm-hmm. names, they're not gonna give you what you think they are going to give you. People need to also understand that as well. That is so very true. So very true. Because and then that's how I this is why I'm even able to interview you now, because I met you at the last conference I attended Coriolan amazing conference. Um, but I saw you because I was walking to Starbucks. Girl, I gotta have my Starbucks company. <laughs> so I was walking to Starbucks, and you was walking in with your two kids, and we just spoke, hey, you know. And then, you know, we end up sitting by each other, and then you end up buying a suit from my table, a jacket from my table. So it kind of led from that, and I was like, okay, I want to interview her. I don't need to know her story. And one because you brought your kids to the conference. You was like, girl, my kids upstairs. I want to bring them down. And I like that because me, I'm the same way. If I go, if I'm traveling out of state, I try my best to take my kids with me. Um, but I think, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of moms, they put a lot of their dreams and goals and things they want to do on hold because they feel like I can't find a babysitter. Or So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and also not to mention, people who got kids, if you want to go to an event, you can always email the person over the event and ask them to you bring your kids. I do mm-hmm. events all the time. And people know my kids don't be there, so they email me and say, hey, and I'd I be like, how old is the kid? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I let people bring their kids all the time, so everybody know my kids be with me anyway, so it's not a big deal. But I do want to let everybody know that um, when I moved to Atlanta, I had nobody, no friends, no family. It was just me and my kids. So if I wanted to go make something happen, I had to bring my kids with me. And that also goes back to us knowing our intention, saying this has to happen one way or the other. So if I have okay. to bring my kids with me, that's just what it is. So I don't want anybody to let their kids be a barrier um, to why they cannot be successful. Bring your kids with you. If they, people say, "My my baby won." So, yeah, get your, get your baby trunk. My baby was at, my baby never went to daycare. My wow. baby, my baby came to the spa with me every single day. Never misbehaved because she was trained on how to act. Because I got to handle some business, she can have some food. Okay. <laughs> so I would definitely tell people to bring your kids with you. And when you go to these events, it's so many women there who will support you, help you with your kids. I had all my friends going to check on my kids, bring my kids food, bring my kids downstairs. It was, and my kids are seven and ten, so they kind of big, but they've been traveling with me when my daughter was a newborn. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. People will help you with your kids when you go places. This. It's our women. We got a, a lot of people that have motherly touch anyway. And actually, that shows um, initiative on your behalf that you, you didn't miss an event because of your kids. Yes, yes, that is so true. And that, like I say, now we're going into 2020. If my baby can't come, then I can't come. So it's just that serious, you know? So 
either I'm bringing my my daughter with me because like my daughter didn't go to daycare either. I have she was with me in the office, and I just feel like even companies now we need to start changing the narrative of allowing companies. If the companies, if the uh, bringing like your babies and kids to work not is going to affect the job because right. my office, my employees, they, it's the office setting. Nobody's coming into the office. They bring their kids to work with them. Right. And I just think as moms, you know, we got to stop letting that hold us back because I just hear a lot of women say, well, I don't have a sitter and I can't find a all the girls. But I'm glad there's other women out there Number two, um, and people need to take their time 